How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. Hi, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Oh my god. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. Um, well, guys. Yeah, we. What ha- a what what a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. That should be our fucking motto. Or <laughs> they're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are good. We should have. Yeah. We should use those as hashtags on like everything. Yeah, maybe that's true. maybe people will adopt it. Yeah, social means. Social means. Um, I have uh, a a listener story that is related. We've gotten some good feedback from our last episode, Patty Hurst. She's the worst. Yeah, that, that was a tough episode because it's a very fine line to walk um, when you're talking about somebody who is victimized but also is a total fucking asshole. <laughs> it's only a <laughs> fine line to walk if you're a good person. I didn't have trouble with it. <laughs> You know I'm more wishy-washy, so. No, you're more, uh, you're just. My mom. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Just, you're more, uh, sensitive and nice. (laughs) Well, I was like, I was talking to my mom about it and she's like, oh, Patty Hearst literally was the worst. She just was a fucking rich kid who just decided she wanted to slum it. And I was like, okay. If my mom says it, then it's okay. You're all, okay, but listen to our podcast. (laughs) She still is not. Well, listen, she's a teacher. She just had her last day of school, so. Uh, she has free she time. Has, she has free time, and she can listen to it this weekend or whenever she has some free time. <laughs> um, the the intro, I think people liked the intro to our uh, last week's episode about diarrhea in Korea. I mean, what a ring um, it adds to it. Oh, actually, oh yeah, uh, <clears throat> actually this is related to two episodes ago. I lied. Um, but we got your a, listener story. Yeah, we got a listener story. Um, I may or may not work with this person and I may or may not have asked him to write this, uh, because I've heard this before, but he is truly a listener. So, uh, that's good. Um, so Thanks, dude, this is from, uh, Fraser of Marina Del Rey, California. Marina Del Rey. Uh, Marina Del Rey off the nine um, and <laughs> he wrote, uh, I'll just read it to you. So the subject line's really good. It's death in the skies slash coffin of farts slash air force, <laughs> air force done. <laughs> oh my God. Fraser. Fraser? Is yeah. that how you say it? Like with, not Fraser, like no. not like the show? No, not, not like, it? not like toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Fuck Fraser. Oh my God. What a terrible show. I watched it a lot. Um, I mean, so did I, but that's because, like, in the 90s, like, nothing was on. Yeah. Uh, It was definitely no friends, but, um, yeah. So, Fraser, like, z. What's Uh, up, Fraser? Yeah. Um, Okay, so he goes, here's my story. I was flying back from London to L.A. about two years ago, and I had a shitty aisle seat in economy. Ooh. I'm sorry. The aisle is where it's at. (laughs) I know. He goes, I listened to you praising aisle seats on the podcast and wanted to say that aisle seats suck. You get disturbed by everyone walking around, the push cart hitting you in the shoulders, those weird people that worry they're about to get DVT and insist on stretching next to you every five (laughs) minutes. I'm that person. I'm the person that's terrorizing you on your flight. That's getting up and moving around and stretching my butt in your face. (laughs) Ew. I uh, I think that's deep vein thrombosis for those of you yeah, that didn't. Yeah. Um, I am at risk of that. And and you get woken up every time your tiny bladdered neighbor needs a piss. 
Oh, he's British. So there's like some Britishy things in here. That's why I sit in the fucking aisle for yeah. the for you. I do it for you. You you know, anytime I'm on a flight and I'm on the in the window. Yeah, I'm, I will give it up gladly for an aisle. An aisle seat. Listen, we don't have to defend ourselves. We're good people, and we choose the aisle seat. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, we know that that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, I also had to deal with a corpse. Oh God! And so it continues. We were somewhere over the Atlantic, about three hours in. There I was, engrossed in the timeless classic that is the internship. <laughs> oh my God! And he. What is that? The movie, the internship, and he, yeah. and he made- Oh, is that the one that, um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Robert De Niro was in? Uh, no. Oh, it's not? I thought he it's, was- uh, 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 it's Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, but oh. he- Oh, were there, like, old people at Google? Yeah, and he goes, by the way, the internship is used ironically, as it is such an obviously shitty movie. <laughs> but it's in here a lot. Um- we did. We detected that sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, so there I was, engrossed in the timeless classic that is the internship, and just just as Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson were hilariously playing Quidditch, an old Asian lady screamed. She was in the same row as me, but in one of the four seats in the middle of the plane. Her husband was unconscious next to her. The flight. Oh my God. Yeah, that's fucking sad. Um, you already know there's a corpse in this story, so I'm assuming it doesn't end, end well. Um, <laughs> Unless. <laughs> uh, she was in, oh yeah, sorry. She was in the same row as me, but in one of the four seats in the middle of the plane. Her husband was unconscious next to her. The flight attendant sprang into action and dragged the old Asian man out of his seat, United style, and laid him in the, oh, in the no. aisle. They ripped off the dude's shirt and started CPR. Everyone was running around. Flight attendants were shaking and crying. The wife screaming oh. her head off. Jesus Christ. And Vince was dejected after losing the snitch. I, I think that's a reference to the movie that I don't get. That's, to, that's didn't you read Harry Potter? Oh. <laughs> it's a Quidditch reference. Yeah. <laughs> it's really really deep okay that's layers that's funny that's really funny uh they got the defibrillator out of a closet somewhere and started going at it cpr and defib went on for ages they kept asking the wife if they could stop but she kept saying no after about 45 minutes and he goes in in parentheses fucking ages the doctor that happened to be on board had to call the death now we had the problem of what to do with the body well, oh he God. didn't. He didn't have the problem. Everybody else had the problem. Oh, uh, the flight was so full. We had another seven plus hours. The wife was moved and comforted somewhere, but no one knew what to do with the body. So, they cleared out the row in front of me to the right, wrapped the body in blankets, and just laid him there. As great a film oh. the internship is, it was hard to appreciate the hilarious <laughs> googliness while having while having a stiffening corpse visible through the headrests. Holy fuck. That's it. He didn't. Oh my God. Fraser. (laughs) Fraser. Just kidding. (laughs) Fraser. Dude. I know. That's so shitty. I hope that like they just went around to people and were like, excuse me, do you have Xanax? We have a lady who needs it. (laughs) Oh God. I hope. Like I would have, if I had a prescription of Xanax, I would have been like, give them all to her. Like that's so fucking sad. Hopefully they gave her all the mini bottles of gin so she could, uh, deal with that but Jesus yeah Christ. I know it's really sad um that's and, so sad and you could tell it's not a real listener story because there's no like oh hey ladies love your podcast 
Yeah. <laughs> this is not an organic story. Or like, uh, and like, it's just, is a coerced story. It, it just ends. Like, there's no yeah. like, cool, so he's anyway, like, keep up the good work. It's just yeah. like, uh, he's here like, you please go. stop fucking bothering me. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a great story and I knew it. It is a great story. Because he told it great to job, me. Great job, Fraser. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to that poor old man. Yeah. Oh, man. Hopefully he was uh, old enough that it was his time. Yeah. Oh, my God. So sad. Yeah. Well, I, I have a – we have a actual organic <laughs> uh, listener story that is from somebody that we both don't know Ooh. who found our podcast, uh, I think, through, like – we are always like posting on my favorite murder like <laughs> Facebook page like listen to our podcast um so we're hustling that's we're hustling um so she found us through that and she wrote to us um and I'll just go ahead and read it her name's Laura Aww. she says Hi, hey Laura. ladies hey yeah hey Laura hey ladies love the podcast I just discovered it and have done a deep dive in the in just a few days whoop whoop <laughs> 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 she put that in her in her email all caps. Whoop, Amazing. whoop, Laura. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> I just finished your episode about pyramid schemes and had to share a story that recently happened to me. Uh, feel free to share my name. I have nothing to hide. All right, girl. Um, so anyway, this just happened to me on Tuesday, May 30th. For context, context I live in San Diego, California, a huge military town, um, and military wives love them some multi-level marketly, <laughs> marketing <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Um, military, military li- wives love them some multi-level marketing allegedly allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> so I'm at the mothership aka Target aka Target Boutique <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much and I'm in the razor aisle looking for my usual generic razors I had just gotten back from spending Memorial Day weekend in Mammoth Mountain and uh, I love Mammoth by the way and was wearing a Mammoth Brewery sh- t-shirt uh, this young woman in a Navy uniform came up to me and asked me if Mammoth was nice this time of year. Uh, my crucial mistake was engaging with her, but I figured she was harmless. <laughs> I mean, a person in uniform is supposed to be somebody that you trust. So this yeah. is like multiple, like on multiple levels, this is really fucked up. What a generic multi, line. Multi-level fucked, fucked up. up. It's <laughs> fucked up on multi-levels. Yeah. Um, what a generic line too. Like, oh, is Mammoth nice this time of year? It's like, fucking Google it. I don't know. (laughs) Probably. It's California. Everything's fucking nice this time of year. Uh, Sorry, that's mean. Um, Anyway, she she goes on. Uh, We have a several minutes long conversation. And looking back, she was totally fishing me for information. I naively assumed she was newly sent to San Diego and looking for some tips around the city. After a few minutes, we're still on the razor aisle, aisle, (laughs) BT dubs, and people are awkwardly going around us to get their own shit. (laughs) This is all in parentheses. I love that. Uh, Eventually, she asks what I do for a living, and I vaguely tell her. She asks me if I like working where I do, and I say, more or less, does anyone truly love their job? That's when she asks me, if your company stopped paying you, would you you go back and continue working for them? Oh, what a dumb question. I know. No. Um, Bitch, nah. Um, It's a job. And then she, and then Laura says, that's when I knew why she had spent so much time asking me questions and being so friendly. She went into a spiel about how she was being mentored by a couple who lived debt-free and bought a house in cash. 
She invited me to a coffee meeting with them to go over their plans, and I, too, could live this lifestyle. Oh, God. Uh, I didn't even give her a chance to tell me what the company was called. I just noped right on out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Laura, get the fuck out. Oh, I love that. Looking back, I'm kicking myself for not reporting her to guest services. Oh my god, oh. I love Laura so much. Like dude. they'll keep She's her so cool. in the back office, like a picture of her, like Target like, boutiques most wanted, right? <laughs> oh, or like I think the Navy would be very interested in some one of their uh, people going around trying to like recruit yeah. people into some weird culty bullshit. Yeah, shouldn't um, they be recruiting into the Navy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I live debt free because of the Navy. Mm, I don't know. That's how mm. that works. Uh, I don't know. Um. So she continues, these people are getting really bold, approaching people inside Target, my safe space. Um, I hope this made you laugh. I'm really enjoying what you ladies are doing. Keep up the good work. Oh, Laura. It's a real listener story. You can tell. And you you did make us laugh, oh, obviously. Oh, so good. I noped and my way out of there. I know. <laughs> I love this story. I'm so sorry that happened to you, though, Laura. Like, that is so batshit and weird I don't even have words for it I have a lot of friends in the military and I can't imagine any of them being also like like I don't know like needing to do multi-level marketing and yeah. then going up to somebody in that aggressive of a way and like trying to recruit them that's so weird little like herbal life pimps that's weird <laughs> even people that I know that are like in multi-level marketing companies like would not be that aggressive so i wonder if it was i don't know what the fuck if anybody has more information on or has had a similar thing happen to them please tell us because that is weird anyway (laughs) well father's day is coming up soon yeah and we wanted to pay we've talked about our moms but we wanted to talk about our dads a little bit but but my dad doesn't listen to this podcast because i don't know that he knows one that I really have a podcast or what a podcast is (laughs) he's like that's nice honey (laughs) yeah and two I don't know that if I told him how to like find it he would be able to find it I don't know maybe he could uh that's maybe rude but I'll have to show him I believe in him yeah he can do it um but yeah so so we thought we'd give our dads a little love love as we segue into what our topic is today um yeah and the UK also. They're having a hard time right now. Yeah, they're having a hard time, but they're fucking badass. I'm an Anglophile, Dude. so... It, yeah, for sure. It's like, I just like love that place. I've only ever been able to visit London twice. My cousin lives there. I have tons of friends that are from there. I just like love it so much. And I uh, am so... Um, I'm so sorry that they're going through some shit right now, but also they're just so fucking badass. And you see all these like you know, stories about them running from, you know, (laughs) bombings with a beer in their hand and just, like, living life. And it's just like, yes, we should all take a page out of their book and just, like, be rad. So Yeah. Yeah, and we have have actually a few listeners there, too, which is amazing. I mean, they're probably your cousin, my (laughs) cousin by marriage, and her wife. Yeah, my uh, my friend Louise. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe my coworkers. Oh, Lou! Yeah, Lou! Lou. Um, Love Lou. Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, so. Yeah. But whatever. still, 
I think we love we love the UK. We love we love uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening over there across the pond. Yeah. And uh, this one goes out to you just as much as it goes out to our dads. This is not as much of a fucked up. It is in in some ways, but it's more of a love letter uh, than anything fucked up. I think it's more yeah like the, so we we wanted to focus on the UK. 70s rock scene and all of the fucked up shit that happens but really it was just a lot of getting getting fucked up mm-hmm. and a lot of fucking a lot of fucking uh, a lot of drugs a lot, a lot of cocaine a lot of drugs quaaludes <laughs> <laughs> um wow yeah wowie zowie <laughs> and we're just really appreciative uh, appreciative appreciative of that time uh because we love the music that came out of that time Yes, and that is because of our dads, yeah. our our dear old dads, and our moms too. Yeah, but um, our, my dad, I mean, he would like one of my all time greatest childhood memories is taking road trips and and blasting Led Zeppelin and like Mott the Hoople and <laughs> David Bowie, all of, all the things, and. My dad just blasting um, fucking immigrant song. Oh, like so, like ah. that song is yeah. <laughs> like imagine <laughs> your dad screaming that at the top of his lungs. That's my dad, just and that song is like so fucking heavy, oh. and we're just like little like little kids, just like head banging in the back seat. <laughs> like yeah, my dad he bought me like. Um, he bought me Ziggy Stardust on vinyl, like he and oh my I have god, rec- yeah, I know. I have I have a record collection, and I'm not afraid to to talk about it. <laughs> no, why? Uh, it's cool. I know my da- but my dad like gets a kick out of the fact that like vinyl is coming back. But yeah, I don't know. Just uh, really was raised well, like in all aspects, but specifically when it came to music my parents just have impeccable taste and my dad was always like rocking rocking out like every 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 time we get in the car oh my gosh I know I knew my dad was into music because I one of like my super early memories like before I was even like five years old uh was of my dad playing either like a guitar or a bass he was a bass player in a band uh in the early 70s but um like for fun pretty much but uh yeah I just remember him playing an instrument so he my parents same as you like I got a really good upbringing in music and uh I don't think I I didn't discover some of like my favorite bands until I was in like my early 20s but um Mm -hmm. but they still listen to like a lot of good music all the all the like same types of music that you listed um but yeah in the early 70s my dad was a bass player in a in a band called Fat Bag which I think alludes to drugs uh, Absolutely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, and I Googled it today, and there's a funk band that was on the Chris Rock show when he had, a, like, a talk show, like, I think in the 90s, uh, and they are called Fatbag, and they're, like, funk, but it wasn't that band, um, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, they somehow got signed. They got, like, a contract to make an album with, like, a record company, Mm-hmm. And uh, they were all going to go to Vegas and, like, party and record this album. But my dad was taking classes at Pasadena mm-hmm. City College at the time. And he like he's like, I can't go. I'm, I have, like, 
I'm in classes. I'm like trying to do something. And they were like, okay, well, like we'll have to go without you. Um, so they went to uh, Las Vegas and blew all of the money, probably like figuratively and literally. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would imagine. Up their noses. Yeah, and... up their noses and uh, spent it all. And uh, um, and so, yeah, he like wasn't really in touch with them after that. And there was a lot of heroin that they were doing that they were – uh, he didn't really like um, know that the guys in the band were doing that, and he says the first reason was because they didn't want to share, <laughs> and the second reason was because it like they didn't want to look trashy. So like apparently a ton of them were into heroin, especially the lead singer who a few Whoa. years later followed a bunch of the rockers, like the kind of the trashy rockers, up to Seattle, like in the later seventies, and he d- he OD'd and died of oh my God. of heroin. So. Yeah, my dad was in a band where the lead singer fucking OD'd after they got a contract because they just had money and got too into drugs. Fuck. Yeah. Rock and roll. (sighs) God damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think we have some rockin' dads for sure. We do. Happy Father's Day to them. Happy Father's Day. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to associate our dads with some of the stuff we're going to talk about. No, uh, I was just in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, like sex, drugs and rock and roll. And I was like, ew. And dad. I don't know. Yeah, thank God my dad's band wasn't famous. Yeah, well. Well, I don't know. You wouldn't be here. Maybe you would. I don't know. Yeah, well, this was way before my time. Way before. Yeah, um, way before. Very, you're very super young. Because uh, I'm like really young and like was born in like the late 90s. And um, oh no, how, how old would I be? I'd be really young. You'd be like 12. <laughs> Actually, no, I think you'd be, you'd be like a teenager. Yeah. Fuck. JK. Um, yeah. <laughs> JK, we're twice that age. <laughs> JK, uh, uh, nobody asked me for ID when I buy beer now. Nope. Anyway. Um, well, we. man we so we were digging into like all the crazy party stories (laughs) and um we found out about this this fun time that all the rockers were like not all of them but like the the coolest like most famous rockers of like the 70s were taking this plane everywhere and it was called the starship (laughs) they were just like we're not getting on a fucking tour bus. That's trash. Tour buses gonna- are gross. They're like, yeah. there's like rules about not pooping on them and stuff. Like, and, and it's, they, I feel like they just smell. Do you know what I mean? I've been, a, I've been on a tour bus. Oh. I've, I've smoked a, a J on a tour bus. Really? Before. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Your face right now. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Delayed. <laughs> I've, part- I've partied with rock stars, oh. but nowhere near this shit. Um, so this, this plane, uh, was called the Starship. Nobody wanted to take tour buses or drive anywhere. They wanted to like be literal rock stars and travel around in the most gaudy, insane thing. So this plane was like tricked out, like in a way you could not even believe. Yeah. Um, it was a, f- it was former United Airlines Boeing 720, whatever which is that a pretty is. big, it's a pretty big plane. Oh, Okay. Like, we, you probably commonly get on, like, 747s. Um, the biggest plane I've been on is, a, I think, a 777? Seven, seven, seven. 
787 787 yeah <laughs> it's where there's like that's those are the big ones like the jumbo jet um but this is like a normal size plane but not it's bigger than a private plane it's like a commercial airline oh but gutted um, obviously it's not like fucking 100 no, million no, no. seats all squeezed in there no this is like a a luxury like palace in the air it was actually nicknamed <laughs> A fucking flying gin palace by Led Zeppelin's road manager, Richard Cole, <laughs> which uh, which means they just had so much booze, so much drugs, so much debauchery flying through the air oh on this God. plane. And there, um, there's a Billboard article by um, uh, the writer uh, Michael Walker, like a Billboard writer or reporter. I don't know what you would call him, but uh, he wrote this article, and in it he goes um, – the the plane was very nouveau riche, which means aka tacky yeah, as fuck. <laughs> new money, tacky as fuck. I think he referred to it like he even like used Vegas as like a as like a descriptor of it, like like an ad, like is not is it's it's just so tacky, uh, like not bad. not like Aria Vegas or the Win Vegas, like fucking no. Caesar's Palace Vegas, yeah. like fucking uh. The Luxor Vegas, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Tacky AF. Oh, my God. There is a, let's see. Um, it had a, a bedroom with a king-size waterbed in it. <laughs> um, it could have nothing in it but a waterbed, and I'd be like, oh, yep, that's fucking tacky. Yep. <laughs> I mean, because waterbeds are not a thing anymore. <laughs> no. My grandpa but had like, one. It, it was weird. I think I think my aunt and uncle had one, and it was weird. Yeah. And it's like, also, I don't, does anybody have waterbeds anymore? I don't know. I'd like, like to know if anyone knows one, if anyone knows someone with a waterbed. I feel like you just wake up, like, so sore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can't have home insurance with one. They'll be like, no, you have a pre-existing condition. <laughs> you have a fucking waterbed. <laughs> Like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you're like going to flood your house. You have to keep like your toenails really trim. <laughs> you can't have sex on it, I don't think. You very, in a very difficult manner, I'm sure. Then how did these fucking guys, like, they probably had to do it on the floor next it was to the like waterbed. It was like a physical challenge. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, all right, love, time to hop on. <laughs> I hope you don't get seasick and airsick at the same time. <laughs> so much motion. Uh, I hope you don't get seasick. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, so there was a waterbed. There was a fake fireplace. Obviously. I mean, thank God it was fake. They weren't that stupid. People weren't um, as dumb as we thought. There was, um, let's see, a 30-foot brass trimmed bar with an organ in it. <laughs> Like a like a w- organ that you play, yeah, like yeah, like Phantom of the Opera, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's pictures of Elton John sitting at it uh, when he like la, 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 la. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so good. Oh, Saturday night's all right all for right <laughs> Please get that up. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they had a a TV system, like which in that that time and that was like a big deal. State of the art. That's a big deal. Like they did not have 
the technology to do that easily. No. Um, so there was like, and they'd play movies like Deep Throat all the time, which, have you ever seen Deep Throat? Isn't that a porn? Yes, No, it is. no, I haven't seen it. It's it like is. an old, like, it's probably like an it's, old black and white porn. I mean, I only saw it because I was at the sex museum in New oh, York. Oh, okay. I was like, was did you like, choose to watch that? Because I feel like, no, like old grainy movies, I already am like, eh. And then it's just like, it's just like a dick with like a huge bush. And she's just like really deep throating it. Deep throat. <laughs> so. the, the aptly named deep throat. So yeah, these like these guys just had like dicks all over them, oh. <laughs> like like projected on on their little like like that's sexy TV. to anyone. I I've been in situations before, which is so gross. Where like a bunch of dudes are watching porn, and like you get there, and you're like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And then it's so awkward, and you're just like, "How? Why are you all watching this together? It's weird." Yeah, like it's like uh, yeah, it's not cool. And you got I mean, this, uh, I was obviously really a lot younger. I wasn't yeah, young same. or anything, but I've literally had the same experiences. So and weird. It's just like, like it's bizarre. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a thing that dudes do together. Well, like that is not how I'd want <laughs> to spend my time. Why don't you go out and try and like meet some women and actually have sex mm-hmm. instead of like watching this sloppy movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Anywho. Anywho. Um, yeah, so they were like always playing movies and stuff. Uh, it was staffed with two stewardesses, which that's a gig. Poor, <laughs> poor ladies. I, I know. I mean, I, I would love to be. <laughs> we were texting earlier and I was like, oh man, I wish I would, like, I would love to have been on that one of those planes, like, if, <laughs> if like Led Zeppelin or mostly if the Rolling Stones were on there. Yeah. And then Aaron's like, ew, why? You'd just be, like, blowing a bunch of dudes. <laughs> and I was like, true. So I'd want to be the, the flight attendant um, because I feel like you're all business, hopefully. I highly doubt that you're I mean, all business. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, you choose not to be, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I'd just be like, I have the clap. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind some, like, light herpes, do you? <laughs> uh, I should just tell you my enormous 70s bush has pubic lice. Um, <laughs> don't be worried. Uh, we'll comb it out first. Ew. They probably smelled like dick cheese and B.O. <laughs> all the time. And, like, whiskey. But, like, also they were hot as fuck. <laughs> But, like, also with their shirts off. Oh, mama. There is an iconic picture of Led Zeppelin. Like, I think Led Zeppelin is the band that gets associated with the Starship the most. Uh, plane the most. Yeah. Because there's an iconic picture of them getting off the plane or they're, like, in front of the plane. And they, like, like have their shirts open. And it's just, like, the idea that these fucking 20-something-year-old dudes – can just like have a plane that they get on and they don't even have to button their shirt they can just be as loosey-goosey as they want and just like be on as many drugs as they want be as fucked up as they want and they're just like you know rolling around touring i don't know it sounds amazing it sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) like i don't condone heavy drug use or drinking but fucking hell man what a time uh what a time to be alive Mm-hmm. it was if there were no consequences and like you know drugs and alcohol and 
STDs didn't kill everybody. <laughs> it would have been a really fun, fun time. And that's why a lot of these guys went as hard as they did because it was fun and it was too fun and some of them died because of it and it's really fucking sad yeah and like bands broke apart and just kind of like the steam ran out of this era of music because Mm -hmm. people were just everything was so decadent and they were like just you know it's like that thing of when teen stars have a hard time like you know Mm -hmm. adjusting to normal adult life or whatever or child stars i guess um some of the same things happen but like speaking of uh teen stars this this was a plane that used to belong to bobby sherman who apparently was a teen heartthrob i don't know who that is do you no he probably had some like do up do up like fucking yeah dumb songs i don't know we'll like have to yeah look up after but like from the like early 60s like yeah i don't know uh so it was refurbished in the 1970s and it cost about like 200 grand to refurbish it so it was like a big deal in the 1970s like, i think like that translates to a lot of money now like i i was in the article it said or in the notes that you posted it said it was uh $2,500 per flight mm-hmm. um which t- i did the the calculation and that's I didn't like calculate it because I don't know. I just Googled it. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Also, you said in the article and in my note and you're like, oh, no, in my in my notes. And I was like, oh, it's the same thing. (laughs) Well, I didn't know if you had gotten it from a different article, um, a different source. But uh, in that billboard article, it says it was twenty five hundred dollars per flight, which translates into fifteen thousand dollars in today's money okay but that's not that much for a whole fucking band and an entourage like first flying first class to london's like 10 grand for one seat but i think you don't get a fuck a bunch of people in it (laughs) i don't think these guys were like were they doing like transcontinental like long-haul flights though uh I, I, or were they like touring? Was it like just touring around like the UK or just to New York and back or whatever? It was all over. It was all over the US, yeah. all over the UK. I, I think any kind of like tours that they had and any kind of um, shows that they did. Yeah. It was just kind of. Either way, up for use. it's. I mean, but it's like instead of like rolling around from spot to spot, like this, this plane, like in a, in a tour bus or whatever, this plane. It costs so much money to fuel it because during the 70s, 70s there was just this huge uh, gas crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was it was not like this is like when people had to like everywhere all around the, the world had to sit in line at the gas station just to fill up their cars. Yeah. And with a couple bucks of gas. And they were just filling this thing up willy nilly, taking it everywhere. Yeah. Because they all got to be um, too high maintenance. And yeah. and who is they all? It's Led Zeppelin, Al- Led Zeppelin, Alice Cooper, yes. the Rolling Stones, D- Deep Purple, Almond Brothers, mm-hmm. Bee Gees, yeah. Elton John, and Peter Frampton. Love it. They- all just fucking monster rock stars. All just like living their best life in this time period, like yeah. the height. All of these bands were at their height of fame. Yes. In this time period. And it was just like they were young and yeah, like uh, gorgeous and just like doing all the things. Yeah. Fucking all the groupies, taking all the drugs um, and drinking 
all the drinks. And <laughs> <laughs> playing all the bar organs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. It's so weird. Like, it's so 70s to have an organ somewhere. Like... <laughs> It's so weird. Uh. It's like it's like they're playing the organ and like the jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just like those two things are just such seventies like like Jethro Tull like instruments. Peter Frampton's like fucking setting up that thing where it's like you oh, talk into things. it. It's all. Peter Frampton, play that gaggy mouth instrument. (laughs) (laughs) It's so awful. Uh, I think I think Bon Jovi killed it. Yeah, he like destroyed that instrument, and nobody ever used it again. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god, that was like in two thousand though. No, that was like the early 90s no the right? no they brought it back for that it's my life song like in oh two th- god and it was like this ain't a song for the broken wow it's just richie sambora going wow you can just make that noise with your mouth you don't need a fucking like you don't need a fucking intubator or whatever that thing is. <laughs> I can just make that noise just right now with nothing. It's just so awkward. It's so bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. Oh man. But <laughs> Peter Frampton aside. Um like I well like I was saying Led Zeppelin was like really the ones that were very synonymous with this plane. They fucking love this thing. They love this thing. Like they would take it all the time and it was because they like fucking were so <laughs> they were such assholes to each other and like couldn't couldn't travel any other way no they couldn't travel on like a regular sized private plane with like a few seats in it you know like they needed a, the space yeah they needed the space and probably all the booze um because they were like just enormous historically enormous dicks to each other uh yeah and I think everyone knows about the beef between Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. But, um, yeah, so it was like they couldn't be bothered. So they're just like, okay, well, like, let's rent this, like, really fancy plane because, like, we all need our space. I need my space. Yeah. Um, um. And then there was a <laughs> Rolling Stone around this time, like, found out about how they were being just, like, fucking Wait, babies. is it? The magazine, the Rolling Oh, the magazine, Stone? yeah, sorry. Okay, the, not the Rolling no, Stones. No, not the Rolling Stones. <laughs> That'd be funny, though. That'd be really funny. But the magazine, uh, Rolling Stone, was uh, kind of, like, found out that they were being such little prima donnas and needed to fly on this thing, and they suggested that Led Zeppelin change their name to Limp Blimp. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Uh, girl, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, but speaking of the Rolling Stones, they like there's in the same article they talk about how Mick Jagger like got on and was just like the fuck, like oh excuse me I'm not riding on this thing I'm not this tacky, this is tacky as fuck <laughs> like he's just like no this mm-mm. is tacky I don't I was gonna go with an accent but it's bloody tacky <laughs> <laughs> this is tacky AF fucking kill me 
and then duck lips <laughs> with his hands behind his back and he's just moving his head <laughs> oh god um but i think my favorite story is how the almond brothers took it one time and they got on and there's just lines of coke that spelled out Welcome Almond Brothers. <laughs> like cocaine. Just lines. On, like lines of cocaine spelling out Welcome Almond Brothers. Like I cannot even handle. That's just ridiculous. Like, But that like sums it up. Like that was the experience. Yeah. Like just they, they could they just took it so that they could be disgusting and do tons of drugs and not and give fuck a fuck. fuck a million groupies on it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there was a story about. Uh, Peter Frampton and in you know because the they had to like take these planes uh, you know you take them out of normal airports or whatever like there's still regulations and rules about them so the the police would come on with like drug dogs to sniff everything out make sure everything was fine because they obviously know rock stars are doing tons of drugs and they want to catch them and whatever um and so they would hide drugs in their fucking rock star dirty clothes hamper ew oh my god gross like how like talk about if the guys themselves smelled like dick cheese and bo and whiskey (laughs) think about the clothes that they wore on stage and what those smelled like like, that then sat in that fucking hamper they probably like pissed on themselves and vomited on themselves like (laughs) or like had like i don't know panty pudding thrown at them or something i don't know thrown at them just like there's like a bunch of front row catapults set up for all the women like everyone just lines up like they're speaking at an uh, at a microphone in like a town hall like everyone's just waiting to catapult it on stage i was thinking of like snack packs with like little (laughs) plastic spoons (laughs) sorry that's Uh, so disgusting (laughs) oh yeah but yeah that that's not that's not how you deter a fucking dog sniffing drug or dog <laughs> drug sniffing dog. <laughs> they probably were just snorting up like, uh, I mean, dog hair. Dog hair, yeah. Like what? Whatever's under that coke, they're also snorting up. I know. I know. Uh, oh, speaking. Okay. So this plane was disgusting. Um, should we talk about individual people like a little bit? I, yeah, or is I, there more? I feel like that's a really good segue into what Keith Richards snorted. Yeah. <laughs> so Keith Richards. I just want to talk about Keith Richards for a second because he's still alive and it's insane that he is because <laughs> he has probably done every fucking drug known to man. I mean, and he... There's probably drugs we don't even know about that he's done. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. we've yet to discover them. He's like, I, yeah. And he's done them in all the ways possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he's boofed, like, <laughs> countless kilos of cocaine into his butthole. Like, boofed. <laughs> like, he's done, he's done it all. Um, and he's had so many crazy things happen to him because of doing drugs that it's so bizarre. Like, he's... I think he made a deal with the devil to just live forever because it's crazy. Um, only Jesus saves Aaron. So he probably made a deal with Jesus. <laughs> Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith Richards. Okay, segueing from the snorting up all the cocaine 
and whatever else is like mixed in with it. He snorted. He snorted his dad's ashes. Like that's a true story. He was saying that he was like sc- going to scatter them and like they got on him or something. And he's like, well, can't let father go to waste. And like just oh, oh. snorted him up. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to think if that's just like really spiritual or like. I kind of think it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like would you snort your dad. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I've never snorted cocaine, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but he was like, yeah, I was like scattering dear, dear old dad. Or he was like planted an oak tree, and he's like, I, I wanted to, you know, scatter dear, dear old dad around the oak tree to, so that his ashes would go into the soil, whatever. And he's he claims that the uh, some of the ash like got on him and so he just like snorted it off his hand or whatever which that's a lovely story but i i can he's an insane person yeah and i'm sure he like was just like cutting his dad up into some of the lines of cocaine he was doing well that's what i read like that he um oh excuse me i'm drinking a beer i've had two already oh (laughs) i want another one excuse me i'm down yeah um I read, uh, maybe it's a rumor, but that he, like, actually, like, mixed him in. Like, he was, like... I, I, that 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 honestly seems more plausible, like, <laughs> than his, like, oh, the wind caught him and I just simply had to snort him. I couldn't let him go to waste. That did not happen. Oh, Keith Richards, you're so posh. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. I love him, but... Yeah. He's not. Um... He also, like, and then just, like, a few stories about how he almost died in, like, spectacular ways. Oh. Like, not even just, like, from drugs. Like, he was electrocuted on stage. Um, he, like, I, I, his, like, microphone base was turned around and, like, the side, like, the, I don't know, something with, like, how the electronics were. He, like, touched it with his guitar oh. and it, like, fucking electrocuted him. Oh. Like, pretty bad. Did, like, um, to the point where, like, he stopped everything he was doing and, like, fell yeah. down? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And he said, the, he's like, I think the reason I'm alive is because I have had thick rubber soles on my shoes. Whoa. Yeah. And then he, uh, this is like more recently, like in the early 2000s, like I can't remember, like 2006 or something. He was on vacation in Fiji um, and he climbed up a tree because probably like on drugs or super wasted. Yeah. Like, because what the fuck is a grown man doing climbing up a goddamn tree? Okay, not even just grown, old. What is an yeah, old man it. doing climbing up a tree? Right. And he fell out of the tree and he sustained a really actually pretty serious head injury that he had to have uh, surgery for. He had to have brain surgery. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, he, had, he, was on, he was in Fiji and he had to be taken, I think, to New Zealand for this, this brain surgery. This brain surgeon had to, like, relieve the pressure from the the brain bleed he basically sustained from falling out of the tree on his goddamn noggin. He fucking lobotomized himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> then, in two separate two separate times, he <laughs> fell... I don't know. The first time this happened, he fell asleep in bed with a cigarette after getting really high on heroin and passing out. Um, and fell asleep in bed with a cigarette and this like caught the bed on fire basically oh my god and yeah burned the whole fucking house (gasps) down how did he he get out 
like I mean he woke up just in time oh, and everybody gosh. got out of the house oh. and then it happened again <laughs> and who's to say if he did the same thing uh, but he claims that it like a, a mouse chewed through a wire or something like all these like mm, twee suspect tw- all these twee stories are not fooling anybody <laughs> Keith Richards calm down it was a little mouse this time oh. that chewed through the wires Ooh. no honey no <laughs> we know you're on drugs like he yeah he, he was known actually for falling asleep with a cigarette in his hand so i don't know i mean a lot God of bless people you, do Keith that Richards. i feel like I a lot you. of people do that even just drinking oh totally yeah uh it might not have been heroin the second time around um he also like was poisoned by strychnine which was in some drugs he had taken <laughs> i don't i wasn't clear exactly what type of drug that it was that he did but the way that he got the strychnine into his system was from doing drugs laced with it. I don't know what that is. It's poison. It's oh, like, oh. like it, yeah, it's literal like rat poison. Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. God. Um, it was probably just like yeah. the cheap shit. Yeah. Actually, I, I vaguely remember back in like my trash party days where I was like hanging out with somebody who took mushrooms that might have been laced with strychnine. <laughs> Your trash party days. Yeah. <laughs> when was Hanging that? Some, that was like like early college. Oh. Yeah. Um yeah, and like this person like showed up with like their lips blue and it was like they had to go to the hospital and oh, stuff. It was really crazy. Lord. That's awful. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. Everybody be careful. I'll just ask you who that was after this. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh that's fucked up. This time period was fucked up. But yeah, as- so that's just Keith Richards. And yeah. I mean, he is just such an iconic, crazy person. So yeah, this time period was crazy. I mean, and that's kind of like, you know, think all good things must come to an end. So, yeah. uh, you know, as they do, so did the Starship. Um, because all of these bands just got, they were just getting to the point where, it, like, they were so disillusioned and yeah because they'd get on this plane like they go from their they in their show get in a limousine and get on this plane yeah and they wouldn't even interact with any fans they wouldn't talk to anybody they just like go do their show and check the fuck out they wouldn't come on stage and do encores like they just they were like fuck this like i'm a rock star yeah and it was not good well, and it starts to, you know, tensions start to become high. And a lot of these, um, you know, these bands started kind of like breaking apart and fighting a lot. And it's because they're living like these lives that they they aren't accustomed to living. And Mm-mm. they don't. And they were so young. So it's young. so crazy to think about. Like they were like all in their early 20s. But they all look kind of old. <laughs> yeah, Probably because they're, they're just... just wrecking themselves. Yeah. And I mean, like all the like. These guys are starting to pass away, like not Mick Jagger and and Keith Richards, Keith who is Richards. immortal. Yeah, but like, it's incredible that they are still alive. Like after all these stories, mm. like I, it's unreal. But like, it also is a testament too to how talented these people were. Uh, the fact that they could ha- could do the amount of shit that they did, and still just put out some of the most incredible music that we love and are huge fans of still to this day um, is, I don't know, it just is a testament to how talented they were. And I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, like I said, condone 
crazy heavy drug use or drinking, but goddamn. <laughs> like what? David Bowie, for example, like he was he was on all kinds of cocaine and he just like there is a station to station. He did that. He he made that record in 10 days. High as fuck on God knows what, mostly cocaine and doesn't even remember it. Oh, my God. And it's like an epic album. And like it was he he ate. He OK. He also <laughs> it's just so insane. It's crazy. <laughs> I love David Bowie so much. It's it's just crazy. If you guys want to learn more about David Bowie and how crazy he was like, there's a great last podcast on the left episode about David Bowie and the occult. He was a magician. <laughs> like literally he believed in chaos magic. Or he thought um, he was a magi- magician but was so on so many drugs that yeah, he thought it was real. <laughs> yeah. Um he also lived off of red peppers and milk for like almost 2 years. Think about your butthole if that were you. Like so much lactose, uh, so much hot peppers. He became the thin white duke after, like, because of, he transitioned into the th- thin white duke. Like, because that was this time period because he, he was, was drinking so much milk. Yeah. <laughs> he Like, the pictures of him during this time period, he's just so... Scary, gross. He's scary, scary, skinny and just, good God. Oh, Cocaine, red peppers, and milk. But he like, was all sex still. Like... Yeah. Oh, and the androgyny and the f- sexual fluidity. Mm. He's just... Oh. All-time fave. All-time fave. Him and the Rolling Stones. Well, this time period, like, you know, you talked about just how expensive it was to man this ship. And mm-hmm. um, it really, the the uh, the Starship only had a, a lifespan of four years because it just yeah. got to the point where, you know, it was getting too expensive to man it. And it was just so... I think probably it was just too much like you know yeah I think I think people started like the bands that did like did use it kind of got embarrassed after a while yeah. maybe like uh Alice Cooper was like he he's actually like such an intelligent like good sensitive person oh. and he he's so great I love Alice I love Cooper. Alice and, Cooper and he was like uh so there was a they I forget who it was but like one of like the tour managers would get on like the PA system on the plane <laughs> and he would like announce who was like f- who how many times like so and so fucked so and so groupie like <laughs> it was so fucked up and Alice Cooper was like shut the fuck up I don't want you to announce my name and how many times I'm fucking a groupie like it's so gross like <laughs> Well, yeah, but then they were just like, all right, we won't use your name. And they're like, yeah. all right, so someone got laid last night. He doesn't want us he to doesn't use his want name. To use his name. <laughs> yeah, but he's real famous. What God. an asshole, but that's great. Everybody was just fucking assholes. Oh, such assholes. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, it ended. The plane kind of got sold, and then no one really wanted it because it was probably disgusting. And you'd have to, like, spend tons of money to, like, remodel it and get the stank out. Um, so it just was sold for parts in like the early eighties, which is sad because now we can't go see it in a museum. And I, that would have been amazing to have seen it to I totally be able to have seen it in a museum. Oh Oh my God. That would have been so cool. It would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much the starship. Um, uh, we've had, we were like in our, in our prime, we were like kind of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I mean, speaking of Alice Cooper, um, 
I once went with a band on a road trip to Phoenix because they had a show uh, at Alice Cooperstown, which is like a fucking <laughs> TGI Fridays mixed with Alice Cooper mixed with baseball. Is like is the it theme. Like, is it like Dollywood? <laughs> no, it's just a restaurant. Oh, like Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, it's like Margaritaville <laughs> for Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh my god. Only they Hell don't yeah. have it in a great place like Las Vegas or anything. It's in fucking Phoenix. Uh, and oh my we, god. Um, I went. It was like a band that was from uh, um, the Netherlands. Amsterdam. Yeah, from Amsterdam. Oh. And uh, they were like really fun and cool guys, and um, I just had I a, remember them. Yeah, I, I don't want to say what their name was. I don't remember, but oh okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, they don't exist anymore. Um, like they're still alive. Oh, the oh yeah, I think exist. they're still alive, but the band isn't a band anymore. Um, and their lead singer was like a famous teen star and stuff, and so they were out here trying to make it, and they were staying next door to where I lived because uh, the guy that lived there was like their producer. So anyway, I would hang out with them a lot, and then they're like, oh, do you want to come with us? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And so I went with them and like the family that lived next door, and we rode in this Suburban that, that they had that was like really old and like janky and I feel like it didn't have air conditioning so like the windows were just down the entire time like on the six hour ride to Phoenix through the desert through the desert in like April or May um and uh we got there and like they had a show and like it was all exciting and like no one was there oh no (laughs) except like me and the family Oh, no. I lived next door and it was weird. Uh, but I still lost my virginity that night to one of the guys in the band. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most rock and roll way to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was fun. Um, I don't want to say I was a groupie, but yeah. No, I, you were just... You were just having fun. Yeah, I was having fun. I had so much fun hanging out with them. I, and I would drag them to like parties on the mountain and stuff and... I remember that. I I remember drinking with those guys. Yeah, they were they were, they were sweet. They were so sweet and funny and like uh just like really nice guys. And I had fun. They were like total rockers though. Like oh. they like had the long hair I mean, and they were like they were like like the Euro sexy like yeah. I don't know. They were kind of smelly um sometimes, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then uh I went to some of their other shows they had around like Palm Springs and stuff, and I made people go. Yeah, yeah, and it was fun. But yeah, that's like how rock and roll I was um, in my early 20s. And I was like really skinny and cute. And like I wore like a (laughs) jean skirt and a Volcom black tank top. And like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I was and I wasn't even drunk that night. Like it was so I was like so cute. And I was like almost 21. And like (laughs) and I just like was like, I'd take my flower. Ew! Oh my god, no. Get the fuck out of here. Gross. Yeah, it is gross. Uh, anyway, cut that no, all out. cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh man, I don't even have that rock and roll of a story. Um, my mom does, though. Ooh. So, um, she'll probably kill me for telling this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Well, she won't um, hear it, so it's fine. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, she When she was a teenager, I mean, she was like probably like 14 or something, um she was on vacation with uh her family and her and my grandma were like laying out by the pool and my grandma was a total babe like she was very a very young mom mm-hmm. so my grandma was like in her 30s <laughs> <laughs> and uh they're hot babes laying out by the pool and it's like this nice hotel where like all the rooms like are around and look look down on the pool Ooh. 
And um, they, this guy comes up to them while they're laying out, and he's like, pardon me, ladies, um, there's a couple gentlemen that would like to, that would like to hang out with you or, like, request your, your company. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? We're not hookers or, you know, like, we're not, we're not sex workers. Like, and they're, he's like, no, no, you don't understand. It's, um, there are a couple people up in the room and they look up and they see fucking Mick Jagger (gasps) and, and Jimmy Page, like, wave, or maybe it was, like, one of the other bandmates, but it was, like, very obvious that it was, like, a couple of the Rolling Stones. I just got full body chills. Yeah, and my mom and my grandma was like, my daughter is, like, 14 years old. (gasps) Fuck off. Yeah. And was your mom like, mom, oh, my God, shut up. She she was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't that the most insane story? She, like, recently told me the story. Like, I think she's told it to me before, but, like, I don't know. Maybe I – I didn't remember, but or like you I, didn't appreciate it at the time. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Me, I don't know. Maybe she never did tell me the story. Maybe she, she thought I was ready now, and I was like, oh. I was very ready to hear it. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe you did not. Well, I mean, I mean, they would have. Yeah, it was not a good situation. Yeah, but, but still, like, hmm. yeah, yeah, but still, that happened. Oh my god, right, insane. That's amazing. Oh, so yeah. fun. Love it. Uh, um, I wonder if any of our listeners have any like fun rock and roll stories that they want to share. Um, yes. Or like fucked up things about this kind of time period to do with rock that they want to share. Um, but yeah, you can let us know by following us on social media. Yeah. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at DTFU podcast. And Shoot us an email if you have a story, um, dtfupodcast at gmail.com. And if we will read it, yeah, if you'd like, yeah, we'll read it if you like on air. If you let us know if you want us to, um, also, if you like this, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's so much fun. Um, it is kind of a lot of work sometimes just because you have to look for so much information, but mm-hmm. this uh, episode was amazing. And I- this wasn't even really work. It was just like all the things that we already know, yeah. except we did not know about the 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 fuck plane. Or no, that was called. that was such a gem because some of the stuff <laughs> the we starship. were looking up, I was like, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that or whatever. But yeah, but this I was like, I've never heard of this. This is amazing. Yeah. And uh and also, um, we started a playlist that we're going to share with you guys that has a lot of songs from this era. So, Yeah, you- some of my favorite songs, some of your favorite songs. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Hope you- yeah, we'll, we'll share that to the social meds. It'll be a Spotify playlist. Um, so, yeah. Yay! Yeah, dude. <laughs> Are we done? I think so. Okay. I don't have anything else. No, me I mean, there's a million. I can talk about this for hours. I know. But... All right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Right, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. Till we meet again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.